Hello and welcome back to the 5 Minute Philosophy podcast. Today we're going to be talking about heresy. So I guess there are lots of ways to define heresy, but what it basically is, is a belief or opinion contrary to orthodox church doctrine. So basically disagreeing with generally accepted church teachings. Heresy is the opposite kind of of orthodoxy, which literally translates to right opinion. Heresy, on the other hand, comes from the Greek hieresis, probably. Um, <laughs> I mean, probably in the in in the pronunciation. That is that is where it comes from. Don't worry, I'm not just spouting false information at you. Um, anyway, uh, so that means choice or chosen opinion. So immediately we might think, well, can opinions be right or wrong? Would they not be just facts if they can be proven to be right or wrong? Uh, some have taken this approach to heresy, particularly in modern times, with the rise of anti-authoritarian attitudes, um, especially in liberal circles. Alistair McGrath outlines his in his Christian Theology and Introduction the meanings and connotations attached to orthodoxy and heresy and how they've changed over time and have strayed from their original meaning. So now he writes that some view orthodoxy as a dogma imposed upon people by coercive authority and that heresy is seen as a victim of oppression, particularly when considered alongside the fact that many heresies actually have, um, I don't know, arisen, came about in marginalised minority groups within the church. So, for example, the Donatists were a heretical group in North Africa who were mainly supported by indigenous people, but were suppressed by the Roman Catholic groups who were mainly mainly comprised of colonial settlers. So we can see how power struggles have been historically intertwined with the idea of heresy versus orthodoxy. However, that isn't really the whole story, though it is a very important part. The distinction between heresy and orthodoxy also has a lot of theological significance and can't just be reduced to power struggles between different groups. So what is the theological significance of heresy? Well, this is all about heresy as being a consequence of false teaching about Christianity's key beliefs. So the denial of some sort of revealed truth that is central to Christianity as a belief system in itself. More often than not, this central truth is considered to be the idea of redemption, so that God has redeemed humanity through the sacrifice of Jesus. As a central teaching, any view that claims to be Christian but goes against this idea of redemption is considered heresy. So it's not just, you know, a little difference of opinion, but more that these views can't actually call themselves Christian because they don't accept this fundamental truth upon which the faith itself is dependent. All subsequent teachings can differ, of course, we see that in differences in teachings between denominations, for example, but they must be consistent with this key teaching. To deny this teaching is to essentially deny Christianity as a whole, even though these groups would kind of technically consider themselves Christian. Uh, let's take a quick look at heresy within the Roman Catholic Church, which actually distinguishes between two types of heresy. Fun fact, uh, formal heresy and material heresy. One is basically just on on purpose heresy and the other is accidental heresy, obviously with the former being a sin. So formal heresy requires the heretic to be baptised as a Roman Catholic who then adheres to false doctrine on purpose, willfully. 
Uh, on the other hand, material heresy is either a non-Roman Catholic adhering to false doctrine through ignorance or committing heresy in good faith. So basically unknowingly or not on purpose. Now, some say that this latter form of heresy, material heresy, is basically inevitable if you want to engage in theology, especially if you're new to it all. So that's why this form isn't a sin. It would be pretty unfair if it were. Not, not saying that being put to death with heresy is necessarily uh, very just, but you know, you get what I mean. So shall we take a quick look at some heresies before we depart? Um, so there's one called Pelagian oh, I've never actually said this out loud, Pelagianism, Pelagianism, around in the 5th century, which emphasised the goodness of humanity, and basically that humanity can seek its own redemption, therefore not needing Jesus to redeem them. If we remember, this belief about redemption is a key and necessary teaching in all orthodox Christian views. There's also one called Manichaeism, which was around in the 3rd century, probably should have spoken about this one first but you know um which was very dualistic in its nature so it dealt with struggles between two things they're like good and evil light and dark etc to cut a long story short manichaeism basically taught that humans cannot respond to jesus's salvation and therefore can't be redeemed by him so mm, there you have it i hope you've enjoyed this episode thank you for listening and see you next sunday bye for now